this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is and you're thinking about starting a podcast, you should probably find out what Anchor is because Anchor is a free way to host your podcasts. It also gives you creation tools like the ability to record yourself, record with other people, edit as well, and do it from your phone or your computer. You don't need to go buy fancy tools to start. You can start with Anchor. And you can hit the nice distribute button, and it's going to send it out to all the places you want it to be, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. In addition to that, you can make money from your podcast with no basic listenership. In other words, if you only have 10 people because you're just starting, you can still monetize that. It's really hard to find a better place to start. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on the crazy podcast journey. this wild hair up my ass that I, I, you know, I don't know if you have it, but there's maybe you probably don't considering that you had this laptop that you didn't use for years, <laughs> but there's the pile of old technology, right? You know, the old computer, for some reason, you never got rid of it. And the, the old external drive and the old keyboard and the old mouse. And then the 500 other wires to things that like don't even have connectors like that anymore. Right, right. So I got this wild hair up my ass about <laughs> an hour and a half ago. Where I'm like, you know, I used to like try to make music when I didn't really know how to make music about 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I'd be doing it on a computer because I didn't have uh, recording equipment or any of that understanding. So I would try to, you know, use these programs that were on my computer or people would give me a program. I'm like, I'm going to find that music. Where, where did that music go? And that is like burrowing a hole into your skull. Yeah. No, I have a headache just the moment you mentioned that. I've been in similar situations, like either going through like the notebooks, like I mentioned before, that just get stacked up. And you're like, I had that one thing, that one idea I wrote down. It was really good. I remember it was in a black notebook. And so I have to go through the 800 black notebooks that you have. But yeah, it's just... Within 20 minutes, you're just you have like a stress strain headache. Yeah, it starts. You're sweating. Yeah, no, <laughs> nauseous. You don't know why you're nauseous. You're holding your breath. Yeah, it starts out simple. Like I was like, oh, you, I'll just I'll bring in. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I had an old external drive, and I mean this this is the kind of old external drives where you plug it into the computer, but you also had to plug it into the wall. Oh, ooh. <laughs> and it had like a, you it's know it's foreign to me, bro. It stood up on end and, you know, it was like a little lunchbox. Like, <laughs> Did you have to, like, get in position and wind it, you know, like a I, like you know, tractor? I was worried because it's a physical drive. I was like, what if it just simply <laughs> doesn't this drive? It doesn't work anymore? What if it doesn't spin? What if it just sits there and goes clack, clack? Oh, yeah. 
So I brought it in and I plugged it in and it worked and it, it showed up, but it wouldn't let me open it. And so I'm like, well, I wonder if I can repair this. And I repaired it and it let me open it and I wiped it before I put it out there. There's <laughs> nothing on it. <laughs> but now I'm going, hmm, well, if I wiped it, then I must have thought I had those files somewhere else. <laughs> so then I bring in the old Mac Mini and I put that on my desk. But of course, because it's a separate computer, now I need to plug it into my monitor. Right. Which, but it's not HDMI. It's, you know, how many pins was it? 12 pins or whatever, where I have to flip the monitor on its face and then screw the thing into the back. And now I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> and I, I get it plugged in and I'm like, oh, I need input devices because it's not going to pick up these Bluetooth, you know, mouse and keyboard I have here. So then I'm I'm out back out in the garage, I'm digging, I'm digging, and I find a wireless mouse. And I'm like, okay, here's the thing that you have to plug into the back to send out the signal. Try to remember, you know, how the, all this stuff works. And then here's the mouse. I just have to put batteries in it. So I bring those in and that works. I'm like, okay, awesome. Computer boots up. I will say one thing about old Macs. It is a... It's been out there for like 10 years. So it's probably a 15, 16-year-old Mac. It still works perfectly. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it works in some ways better than the computer I'm using right now. Um, so I boot it up and everything. And then um, I'm like, okay, let me open this. And I, I find two or three of the files. I'm really excited. Oh, I, I, I did leave some here. And I'm trying to remember how the old file system works and everything, you know, because it's like, you think things haven't changed that much. They've changed drastically. <laughs> so then. I get to a certain point where I'm like, oh, it's on, it's, there's a thing called aliases and this, I have to remember this stuff. And alias was like, you told it to look somewhere. You, it would be like a clickable file, but it was actually just a reroute. It's like a detour. Yeah, so you hide all your porn. Yeah, exactly. But you, or you would like have, you could hide, um, or you could put applications on another disc. Mm but the computer would think it's on the main disk. I mean, it was years since I had to think about this stuff. So I'm like, oh, I, I guess I need to find the drive that this is clicking to. And it's like this old thing that I have out there and I bring it in and I, I mean, the thing, it, it was a router slash hard drive. I think they call it a time capsule. Um, but it's huge. It's like twice as big as the mini. So now I've got this thing in here. Now I've got, you know, I've got uh, the monitor plugged into the mini, the mini plugged into the mouse connector, the mouse sitting next to the mouse connector. Now I've got this other drive plugged in and I have to connect to that. Now I have to remember the password. And I'm going, somehow I'm remembering all this stuff. It's really weird. And I get on there and I'm like, oh, um, I have to, it wants a password, which I'm, I have a good guess. Oh, I have to find a keyboard. But it can't be a wireless <laughs> keyboard. I have to find a wired keyboard. Because I'm not going to be able to. Those set up. don't exist anymore. I had one buried in a box, believe it or not. I mean, there's like, of course, of course you did. Tobacco stains and like, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, phlegm and who knows what else, uh, hair and everything on it. Mm. Um, so I build a whole new chat off that. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't want to bring that chat back to life. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring it in, and uh, finally, and now I'm looking at it. And I'm looking at the setup. It's all ready to go. It's going, and I'm like. Holy shit, this is so cool. There's fucking wires everywhere. I'm like, things really have gotten easier. <clears throat> have they, though? <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of shit plugged in right now, but I have a lot of shit plugged in right now because I have an external drive. Yeah. And I have this 
you know, the Focusrite Scarlet for the XLR connection. Gotta love that Focusrite. Yep. Microphone. Yep. So, I mean, if I wasn't recording audio, all I'd have in front of me is a keyboard, a wireless keyboard, a wireless mouse, and a monitor. Mm. So I guess, yeah, it definitely has. Right. To an extent, I guess. But now you see with all that stuff why I didn't get into all this computer stuff. It just, that's too, that's, no, that's... uh, You know, what's funny is I used to take that shit places with me. I, I, I still pe- see people doing that. That you was an easy see, setup. Jeez. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget the first time I went into like a public place, like a restaurant or coffee shop, and saw a man with a full like monitor, like tower, computer, like the whole set. Like, <laughs> sir. You Comes know, in I, with his cart. <laughs> come on, man. And you're like taking up the entire, like the one. Because back then, you know, that was prior to places kind of organizing and aesthetically setting up to be accommodating for people that are going to be working on the computers or, you know, spreading out because before it was just, you'd spread out your books and, but this dude's just taken up, you know, one of the three tables, most of the chairs. It's like, what are you doing? You gaming? You coding? You don't need do that at home. I've seen people, you know, not like that, but on laptops, gaming, and Starbucks, and I'm like, I, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm like, that's kind of pathetic. Like, yeah, you know, like, not because you're gaming, totally, whatever you want to game or whatever, but it's like, are you so addicted to that game that you have to play in Starbucks? Like, you're in public. Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, maybe, maybe that's acceptable. I just think it's weird. Maybe not pathetic, but it's weird. No, but it's also it's. It's inconsiderate, you know. It's like just kind of feeling like your your place in the world. The rest of the world needs to be accommodating to you, right? You don't need to be accommodating to the rest of them. I don't know. As you know, I had a, a roommate, a different type of person in college who was from India, and he was a well, technically, he was a sweet mate, but I don't think anybody cares about that differentiation there. Um, How sweet was he? He was a Jain and instead of a Hindu. And I didn't know anything. I'd never heard of Jainism before in my life. And basically, the way that he explained it to me, me having not studied it, uh, Jains are vegetarians, mm-hmm. and but they also don't eat garlic or onions. Oh, that's a um, existence. So basically, the way he explained it is the theory is um, if you eat an onion, you kill the whole plant. Um, whereas if you eat an apple, the tree still lives. You're just eating something off of it. So that was the differentiation for them. But is there studies to prove this? Uh, to prove what? That apples <laughs> don't eating an apple doesn't kill a tree, or that eating an onion does? Well, the bulb you're eating well, the bulb yeah. for the whole. But I mean, dead. there's still you can still get remnants. Like you can continue to grow. I'm pretty sure if you have part of that. If you have part, possibly I don't know. Yeah, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the theory is basically is you're eating the plant instead of the fruit of the plant. Yeah, true. I mean, that's the same with potatoes. Did he eat potatoes? No. Oh. I was trying to find a flaw in his plan. No. Uh, So basically, he. what's really cool about at least um, his form of Jainism was... Mm -hmm. So there's a a guru, um, like, I guess his family was fairly... He came from the West coast of India, which I guess is at least the area he was in is pretty affluent. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they knew like this holy man personally in the family. 
And uh, the guy had told him, he says, you're going to America for school. He says, start eating garlic and onions. And he's like, we're not allowed to. And he's like, when you go over there, you're going to have trouble finding food that doesn't have garlic and onions in it. So you better get used to stomaching it now. Hmm. And I, I thought that was really cool because, you know, like uh, the way I grew up, I grew up Catholic. So everything was either good or a sin. You know, yeah, so no, yeah. yeah. There was no gray area like that. So I thought that was really cool. And then one time he had explained to me, I don't want to go off on this too long, but one time he did explain to me, he's like, people choose the way he had understood it or the way it explained to him yeah. was people choose the levels of how far they want to follow the religion. Okay. Like, I, I choose to believe this rule and follow this rule and this rule and this rule, but right. the 45, I don't. Mm. Um, or I'm strict and I follow them all. I don't know how that works logistically, obviously, but I thought that was yeah. interesting as well. Yeah. So we, we, the reason I brought it up, we went to McDonald's one time and at the time, you know, it's like uh, 2000. There's no, not even 2000. It was 97. Um, there's no vegetarian options at McDonald's. Yeah, so they had the filet of fish. So is it? He goes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes make rib and orders a cheeseburger with no burger. So it's okay. bread. Yeah, grilled cheese. cheese. Yeah, cheese. Uh, and what I thought was really cool about it was it didn't even he didn't even skip a beat. And I said, doesn't it bug you that they don't have anything for you on the menu? He's like, no. This place isn't made for me. Mm. And he's like, so I adjust. And I've yeah. always remembered that. Where it's like, yes, you should adjust and not expect people to adjust things to you. It, it, yeah, on a, on a grand scale like that, like a yes. huge corporate chain that has been doing its thing since long before it was more common for vegetarians to come walking in the door, you know. Right. Back when... When that shit started and burgers were 10 cents or 15 cents or whatever it was or a nickel. Um, that, there was no vegetarians walking in the door. And if there were, there were, you know, very few and far between. Um, so, yeah, no, there has to be a level of understanding that you can take the whole thing of too far. It's like, well, you know, we should be accommodating to everyone. Yeah, we should be, but don't expect something that's, gotten too big and too out of hand of what it is especially at that point in time where it wasn't you know like i said not prevalent enough well, um, yeah in an ideal world a business would want to accommodate as many people as they can and actually yeah. want to do that right but the people going in would also not expect them to do it yeah and understand that you know that mutual respect but it's yeah it's nice to have that idea and feel like want that you're you know if you're a, a, a smaller um portion of the population or you have, you know, specific needs and all that. Um, yeah. Obviously handicapped people, this doesn't, this is not part of this conversation. Not very different. Very obviously different. if you're in a wheelchair, you should be able to go to the bathroom. Oh, of course. Yeah. Else. No, totally different. I don't, 100%. I don't mean to include that. I just want yeah. people to understand. Exactly. Um, now you threw me off. Accommodation. Right. Um, you can, you know, we can want those things and have that, you know, I've, but know that, if it's not there, like don't get so bent out of shape about it where people are going to like freak out and start a petition or, you know, boycott or go, I'm going to go write a Yelp review. These assholes, how dare they? They didn't have my oat milk. It's like, well, did they ever have any kind of milk before that? No, but they should have it because I want it. How do you milk an oat? It's not that's Yeah, there's no milk teat, oat teat. Uh, I'd like to see a photo of that. <laughs> nipples kind of look like oats 
Yeah, but what would, that would be a nipple with a nipple. I'll whip something up for you. I'll send it or over a, later. a scab with a nipple. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. I'm having bad good conversations. Thing, good thing we only drink during <laughs> this episode and not eat. I'm going to eat next time. I just had some barbecue beans. Oh, Lord. Yeah. We're going to have rumble, rumble from no, the I'm not, <laughs> from the jungle? No, I'm not feeling anything right now. For <laughs> gut, gut problems. We're good. I, I dealt with my gut problems earlier today. Mm. Uh, I am bloated, though. I am like a pregnant three. Probably I'm looking at like three months right now. Mm, that's the beans right there. That's the fiber. Oh, no, it was before I even ate the beans. Oh, no. I got stomach problems, bro. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. You and Lamb. Yeah. Lamb, too. He gets the stomach aches. Yeah, it's just all out of nowhere. It's like, you know, I can wake up and I'm not saying that I have the flattest stomach in the world, but it'll be, you know, I'll be proportioned. And then within like 20 minutes, I drink like a couple sips of water. Boom. I'm a water balloon. And it's I pressure. And I can feel it. It's like I can't. It's I try to bend over to like tie my shoes and like I can't breathe because the pressure. It's like I got a basketball in oh. my fucking. And I'm like, <laughs> and wow. I come back, you know, I don't know. I got to get a look. I don't necessarily get the pressure. I just get. Or it's like, oh, it's it's receded today. And then, you know, I eat like two or three things. It's nothing like big meals or anything. And I look and I'm like, holy crap. Where, where did that come from? Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It's like I can't find any rhyme. Or, obviously, I need to go speak to a professional, someone that knows a thing or two about this. Like, But I try to do my own, like, well, if I eat this and it happens, okay, then I do it again. It doesn't happen. So it's not that. There's something else. There's something else to, at play. Yeah, it's like people you know, with yeah. celiac. Yeah, maybe, I, yeah. Maybe I've got something like bread that, or something. I don't know, man. I'm a mess. Or what's that? What's that other one? The the, uh, the yeast. There's one with yeast that you get. It's like an yeast yeast overgrowth. Mm. I forget what it's called. Oh well, I don't think people give a shit. No, people are listening to this right now, just being like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about today?" Can we turn this off already? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's in the name. It's just gonna get random up on this. Yeah. It's gonna be. It might not always be the most badass of badassery, but the random will always be there for in the forefront. I do two episodes a week. The amount of prep that I do is very minimal. <laughs> <laughs> well, the more prep I do, I used to do a lot of prep um, in this re, in this revival of the show when Lamb and I started doing it again yeah. last year. I would do a lot of prep, but at a certain point, it stopped being enjoyable because I was just reading stuff to Lamb. Yeah, no, you're you already know what. Like there's no surprise or you know unexpected um, things coming. Up. It's you you know what's going to be happening, and you're just following a script, and then it's it it just feels not not uh, forced, but uh, well, forced is a good word too. It feels yeah. forced and false and fucked and non-random. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and you're just falsely advertising. Yeah, now I just throw together like three or four notes, and then if I look at it and I don't remember what it means, <laughs> then yeah. I can't talk about it. No, yeah. It's funny because I was discussing um, the show with uh, um, Drew the other night, um, mm-hmm. and because he he brought up you know our last episode and like yeah man he started talking about you know specific points and talking about Tatiana. <clears throat> no, I don't think we discussed Tatiana. I don't think we brought that up. Um, but she's always there. She's always around. Um, I did slide the phrase Tatiana into casual conversation. Some. <laughs> sometime earlier last week or mid last week um definitely got a couple of like raised eyebrows and like stops just like did that okay it like if because it fit and no one in that 
context could argue it. Um, <laughs> but I definitely, there was a few like, <laughs> when I was off to the side, kind of like, you know, you just know that they're having a little discussion, like having to recap what just happened. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and I've tried listening to that song a few times now. It's awful. I can't get past. No, it's that guy cannot. I don't even. Is he trying to rap? I don't know what he's I, do. I don't It's know. bad, and the lyrics are just fucking terrible too. It, no, it's just it's you know. And I'm all for. I like, almost have our guilty notes, but I was embarrassed by it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we all have our like guilty pleasure songs or songs <laughs> that's like we're like we know we shouldn't like this, but I like this, and mm-hmm. um. I can't. I can't have that be one of them. I tried to let it be one of them. I just can't do it. No, it's um, not good enough. But I mean, that's just for me, you know. Yeah, wrecking balls, Miley Cyrus. You can have that one. I, sure, I, you can have that one. I thought that I, was your song. Oh, I just I like the video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Drew. Back to Drew. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we were just talking about the show, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, like making a point that I I kind of talked." more than um than you did and well, you're like, adjusting well yeah, well just because the point was like the first you know our first recording i was just kind of getting a feel for what we're doing and just kind of going with it and letting it be its thing and then last time i actually you know had a few things that i had like jotted down notes and it's like these are points that if we get to them like you said talk about it if not great so i kind of was focusing on the points that i had had in my brain leading up to it and uh, I feel like that's kind of where, um, because it's like when you have like a project growing up in school and all of a sudden, I think I've talked about this before, but all of a sudden it's like, boom, you you didn't think you could do 20 minutes and now it's 45 minutes in and you've only gotten through like the first 10 years of whoever's fucking life it is. <laughs> you know, the teacher's like, no, no, that's, you did great. You had fun. No, but I got more to say. It's like, you just start rambling. You start I haven't got to the end yet. Yeah. I do it all the time. I haven't talked about the first time they did heroin. Um, Ooh, I just, that was a painful burp. I'm very sorry. Mm, I didn't even was, hear it. Oh, it was silent, but caught in my throat. Um, okay, I felt it. Carry on, carry on, carry on. Um, I'm just really tossing balls, and you're yeah, hitting no, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not they're scoring or you're foul, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just kind of saying, yeah, no, and then it's fun because not having a plan for it and not having like, you know, written down, you know, like trying to write out full on sentences, but just like maybe like one or two words that spark the thought and memory. And then we can ramble off of that is fun. Like tonight I got nothing, you know, I didn't write anything down. I got a lot of shit bouncing around in my brain, <laughs> but it was more like, well, I want to see if I just, if I don't go in into it that way. And now I've had the experience of both ways of my end doing it. All right. We'll see how this one rolls out. So obviously you, you started off, you know, with your points and I'm just kind of, kind of, kind of here absorbing. So we'll see what a uh, kind of shit I fucking spew out. Well, I think maybe I would say, I would almost say 30 episodes before Lamb and I really hit our stride where we we understood each other's style and how we were together. Mm. Um, it takes a long time to figure that stuff out. I mean, people think maybe if they haven't done this before, that's really easy. You know, you just come on here and you just talk. Yeah, no. But you know, and I know since we're doing it, mm-hmm. that it's not just you and me talking, that there's also 
a little voice in the back of our head that's going, remember, people are listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> this is recorded and this is going to be, you know. You know, that's why sometimes I, I'm always like looping back where I will, I'll start a sentence and then I realize like, oh, I, I didn't, you know, I had the, the thought began in my head. I didn't say the part that makes what I'm saying make sense. So then I'll loop back. And it's yeah, because yeah. I know that there's an audience and I'm like, oh, they don't know what I mean. No, yeah, yeah. And then you do that too, like when you catch the the things when I say that you and I know what I'm talking about, but anybody that doesn't know you, me, or the people that we know, or the places that we live. Right. They're like, oh, well, I have to give context. Yeah, or like uh, why sometimes I will, <laughs> I'll catch myself saying something and I'm like, oh, I need to clarify that. You know, like <laughs> earlier when I said, we're not talking about people yeah. <laughs> handicaps right now because I know that that's what I was thinking. Right. But, you know, the 400 people in some town that I've never heard of that are listening right now don't know that. <laughs> or true. did you listen to the last episode with Lamb? I actually did not get to listen to any of that one yet. Um, okay. Well, it just came well, out today. So um, I know I was just yet. I didn't get to put it on. There is, there's part in there. I won't ruin it for you. And there's a part in there where I say something where I'm like, hmm, wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, to be fair, because I know that, you know, you and Lamb have absolutely no control over <laughs> what, what comes out. I don't edit the episodes anyways. Right. But, you know, you, I, I put it out. And you yeah, guys don't have control is, over that. So no. I do the same thing to me. Yeah. Or I'm like, I mm, wish I hadn't said that, but I did. It's out. <laughs> and that's the risk we take. You know, that's, that's, we, we accept that. And that's, that's what we're doing. That's the whole point of this. I, so I listen to the episodes when they come out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I listen when they edit too. Obviously. But just because there's been a few times in the past where um, I accidentally put out a file where there was like five minutes of silence at the end or uh, I'm, you know, something something was off or, you know, there's a noise that I didn't notice. Yeah. So, I, you know, I can, that last minute, like, oh, well, 140 people already listened to it. But, you know, everybody after that, I can fix it for them. Mm. So anyways, um, when I listened to it today, the thing that I said that I'm like, wish I hadn't said that, I laughed. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I left it in because now it's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, no, mistakes can can have their, um, have their place and uh, kind of, take on a whole new identity as time passes and um, who cares? Let it be. Well, that's one. They're not all going to be winners. They're not going to be gems. Sometimes you're going to pick a crabby one. Right. Tonight you might just get me just, just being mouthy or just being quiet or just being a fucking grump because plenty of shit's fucking throwing my brain off over the past. Fuck. Not even just the past couple hours, just the past couple However, whatever. It's just, you know, it's life, man. This is our little section of life right now. And everything that's led up to this point is just a, you know, it's a cloud just kind of hovering. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. done. (laughs) Uh, I found myself like nodding at my microphone earlier when you were talking. That's the kind of mindset I'm in right now where I just kind of, I was doing like shoulder shrugs and like expressions. No verbal, nothing. No noises. (laughs) Just like as if you're going to be like, yeah, you know, he's 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 getting what I'm saying. He's non-verbally showing me that he's understanding what I'm saying. But it's like, no. I'm like, why am I doing this right now? I, I nod all the time. But I think it's good because it keeps me from interjecting too much where I'm like, nod. Okay, let him, let him go. <laughs> um, but yeah. 
but I think if if any if any point has come across or uh, one of many points that are important to me in the more serious conversations in the show mm-hmm. is that it has to be okay to say something wrong and then yeah have it not be like this permanent fucking thing like uh, you know I don't think what I said was terribly wrong but if I had said something that was interpreted very wrong you know obviously if i said you know some racial epithet or something very different that's that's, that's yeah. maybe not something that should be forgotten um but you know like i i say something stupid um just because i don't understand the topic i'm talking about or i i miss an assumption you know like if we're talking about women and i say something that is interpreted as misogynist and i don't mean it that way or whatever yeah. one of the things that i've always thought was important especially to make clear with this show is that's okay that sometimes you make mistakes. It's not yeah. okay that you offend people on purpose, but you know, you no. make mistakes, you learn. Um, Lamb and I had a conversation one time about uh, transsexuality mm-hmm. and it was a difficult conversation because you don't know um, what words have intonations that are negative that you're unaware of. Well, also but too, because you're not in that world too much and you don't have all, you know, like right. in you're not coming from it of a place of real um, experience and knowledge. Yeah, I don't have the list in front of me of like this word. Um, when you say this word, it's exactly know, yeah, it means this. I don't know that stuff. Yeah, but the only way you learn is to slog your way through it and be sloppy and to fall apart and yeah. and go oh and somebody you know sends you an email or something like by the way yeah. when you say that word it means this oh fuck I didn't know that yeah. Yeah. sorry won't use that yeah. word anymore. Being able to, I mean, yeah, being able to open up the dialogue and. Um, hope that it's uh it's initially recognized not as um you know being closed-minded and um like hateful and being you know trying to be hurtful and all that it's right. uh like oh this is just um innocent ignorance and then the conversation can be started with those that are in the know that um do have you know the you know the power and the patience to educate because if you you know something sort of showing that you are doing it in a way of you know, the, the intentions are good but um or you're there in a, in a pure um understanding supportive place in your world but you just again are ignorant um Man, I use the word ignorant a lot in my you life. Know, ignorant has like this negative connotation but it is no but it, because it's a bad thing i mean it's everywhere I mean, I see it all the time. I've dealt with it probably more times throughout my day. Ignorance rears its its glorious, ugly head, and I have to deal with it. Um, well, ignorant just means I haven't learned yet. No, yeah, yeah. You know, some people choose to remain ignorant, and that's usually what we mean when we say ignorance yeah. in the negative sense. But Intentional ignorance. 90% of the time that there's actual ignorance happening, it's not spiteful ignorance or purposeful yeah. ignorance it's just yeah. like hey i don't know right and which is what i mean it's like like i don't know anything about cars i'm ignorant about that if i guess if you show the interest and you're upfront and clear that um your stance is not uh anti whatever you're ignorant about and it's just well i just i, I don't know so the only way you know about something is by like i said starting that dialogue and talking about it um but obviously it is better for like in your like the topic you brought up like for yeah two two guys to try to educate themselves or have a discussion about um you know the trans world and the trans life and um what 
what they're going through and what they have to go through or what they do or just mindsets and all that. It's like, you have nothing on that. I have nothing on that. I can't speak on that in any kind of um, intelligent, um, informed way because, you know, I'm, I'm not. That's not my world. It's not my place to talk about it. I, if I want to talk about it, I would like to try to hope that by expressing, being like, hey, I don't know anything. Um, so I'm not going to say too much, but I hope that anybody that does hear this and knows that I have talked about it, please educate me. I'm willing to listen and then I can talk with you and then you can educate me and, and I'll be better about it. Um, but that can be with any subject. That can be with you and cars. It's like, hey, I don't know anything about fucking cars. It's like you hope that a, a car nut or mechanic is going to hear that and be like, oh, well, man, if you have anything you want to know, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all you are. I'll show you how to do this. I'll take you and show you how to do that. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's the talking. You know, A lot of dangerous shit happens after people don't talk or if they don't listen. Um, they just do or act or... I think one of the big problems too, you know, like people don't want to learn. That's a big problem. But then, you know, the the other side of it where we're saying like, if you, um, when I, when I say something wrong and you go, that's okay. I knew that you didn't mean to do that. There's a word for that, that we don't use for that very often. It's called tolerance. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Tolerance. We seem to only use that word in one direction, but it actually goes both ways. Yeah. You know, you tolerate somebody's ignorance until they learn better. Yeah. And that's how they learn to be better. You know, it's like a, a character in a video game. It's like, oh, you taught me about that. I leveled up. You know, I'm not to the level where you are, right? but I leveled up a little bit. You know, yeah. like now, now I know not to use that word and that um, this is a good way to talk about that in a way that uh, makes people feel more comfortable. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's the whole point. If you're going to talk about complex and difficult and big problems or big issues or big changes in the world, mm-hmm. you have to be able to, you know, put on your galoshes and jump into the mud. Yeah. Um, because otherwise the, the only other options is stand outside of it and stay ignorant. Yeah, no. Yeah, you can't um you know, you can't till a garden standing on the outside of the garden. You gotta get there, you gotta get it get it in the dirt, you gotta move shit around. Um, just got to do it and do the dirty work. And, you know, a lot of people, I think too, they're, they're always afraid to, um, expose their ignorance, you know, and they don't want to acknowledge it and let it be known that you, so then they just kind of like put up a guise and pretend that, um, they're more in tune and educated on this, that, or the other, uh, and then that just becomes more of a dangerous situation because more time goes by and um, you're just perpetuating that, that ignorance and hiding it and harboring it. And one of the, one of the hard things that people seem to forget about is uh, this gaining of knowledge and, you know, leveling up. Mm-hmm. It's not always forward momentum. Mm-mm. There's a lot of backslides, and I don't mean oh, yeah. into, um, you know, a, a a negative point of view, but I mean like, yeah, I learned that that word is offensive. Oops, I just used it. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Why? Because I've gone, you know, in my case, we'll say 41 years of my life where I didn't know that word was offensive, and it's been three days since I learned it was. Yeah. Do the math. 
Yeah. I'm not. Hopefully, it doesn't take 41 years to outlearn bad things like that. But no, you yeah, yeah. What I mean, right? Yeah, people will try to make that. Um, you know that I, I've never liked the the saying. You know, the old dogs, new tricks can't do it. I, I've never liked that because yeah, it's bullshit. You know, you choose not to um, allow those kind of to. You, you choose to lose your ability to adapt and to be fluid all the time. Um, you know, yeah, I think you die when you stop learning new. Yeah, things. because you know, life is not the same. You know, it's not a monotone song just going along. It's there's you know the ups and downs and all that stuff. Things are changing all the time. Obviously, we see that. We see that daily. Uh, shit's crazy now. Crazier than it was before. Crazy in different ways. However, you want. You know, it's <clears throat> all of. All the different shades of all the different colors. It's all happening at once. And it's, you know, you can't go through it with, um, you know, just one, uh, one viewpoint because that's when you become one of those, those assholes that everyone like, uh, always kind of isolates and kind of focuses on it being like, you know, that doesn't get it. You know, you don't want yeah, to be the person to think they, they know the, they know everything about the world. Right. Yeah. No, like, you know, and I've got it figured out and I hate seeing it, especially when it's like, you can tell the person's a good person. Um, like I've had to work with people like that, you know, especially when like me being in my thirties and working with someone that's in there, um, probably like twice my age or maybe more. Um, and yeah. Oh, they're just stuck on their ways. It's like, well, that's a choice. Yeah, you know, that's, like a, an, that's an excuse, right? Yeah, it's a choice. To, I mean, I just look at, um, you know, like I look at my parents, you know, like my dad, you know, was very slow to get into, um, you know, the technology. And so my dad uses more tech and stuff than I do. <laughs> you know, like my dad, like both my parents use more tech and stuff than I do. Um, so you're going to sit there and tell me that someone of their equal age is stuck in their ways and is not going to change. Not, no, that's not that your, your argument is invalid because I'm looking at two uh, examples that is proof that you are wrong, you know? Um, and, it, you know, they'll still reach out to me and be like, can you figure out how to do this? It's like, even though I don't use it, you know, I can still, try to use my just common sense and just my different way of looking at things or maybe the fact that I don't use it all the time. I'm my, my mind is not cluttered by like, well, you know, this, this apparatus does this stuff over here when I do this. So you're like, you're just so caught on X, Y, and Z, you know, uh, aspects doing whatever it is that when, when W over here ain't working, you can't figure it out because just, I don't know. So I, sometimes I found that I just, I think my, my lack of really getting deep into having boxes and boxes of wireless fucking keyboards and wired keyboards and mouses and uh, mechanical hard drives. Is that what you called it? Is that what you said it was? Mechanical hard drive? That's what it was? Uh, physical. Physical, whatever. Same goddamn difference. As opposed um, to ethereal. Yeah, all my all my hard drives are um, magical, <laughs> <Imaginary>. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, no, I feel like my my you know having my iPhone be the kind of the only constant piece of tech that I always have keeps my brain in a place where I can use that kind of ignorance. <laughs> that it's funny now to use that as like a. Like, it's a good point. Like I'm ignorant about this thing, so I'm going to look at it as an ignorant person would. It's my tool, and now I'm just like my simple thought, my simple brain can go through and find because I feel like they design, you know, Apple and everything, especially to be simple, you know, right. like simple usage. That's why I didn't like I tried a BlackBerry for a minute when I had my my first or second oh, iPhone, God. and I was like, oh, ugh, I miss buttons, but I can't figure out how to work this. My my iPhone is much simpler than this. Like, how do so I get really... around in this thing? <laughs> yeah, nothing looks the same. Um, so yeah, um, and I don't believe in the, the whole you can't you know teach the old dog the new tricks, you know, unless there's like a real full on um, you know hindrance, whether it be physical or mental. Then yeah, you can't you know. Well, you know what usually prevents people from learning new tricks is they don't see the benefit in learning it. That's true. Yeah. You know, like um, learning how to, for something I grew up with, um, my family, learning how to use the VCR. <laughs> oh, like, I, I want to put this thing in there and make it play. Yeah. I, I don't see the benefit in learning how to do that because I know I can call you from the other room and have you do it for me. Oof, man. It's not. In, continue, continue, continue. I mean, that's just the, anytime somebody resists something like that, it's literally because they don't see why they should do it. You know, um, um, if you're um, not not to uh, make fun of these people at all, but if you are um, a Christian from the Bible Belt of America, mm-hmm. you probably don't personally see a reason to learn um, uh, the proper wording for trans people, right? Why? Because uh, number one, you're probably not going to run across many is what you're thinking. And number two, you yeah. don't believe in it. So, right. I mean, there's like, there's a lot of things that I'm not making a judgment about any of that stuff. I'm just saying that's your mindset when you yeah. decide I'm not going to learn that. Why? Because it, it, why? It doesn't, it's not the benefit of me. When you yeah. learn how to, you get a parent who learns how to use an iPhone. It's because all of a sudden it clicks like, oh, I can do that with the phone. I want to do that. Yeah. And now they learn how to use it. Exactly. You know, and they may not, you know, not because because not everybody, you know, parent, child, whoever it is, anybody that's using any type of doesn't have to be necessarily be tech, but just using any anything um, that requires some sort of understanding of its function and how it works. Um, if you're new to it and um, you start trying to incorporate it into your repertoire of things I know how to do and use. Um, God damn it. Where was I going with it? <laughs> I do that all the time. Oh, my brain, man. The night, cause I had like eight different things that sparked in my, my head that I wanted to bring up with everything that you just said that I was trying to keep it all in order. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a tip. I put a piece of paper in front of me. I know you and your damn paper. And I then I write the, down I've got things. paper in front of me. It's a it's a couple of tissues that's soaking up the. the we the don't want to hear what you're doing the, with your tissues. The right dew now. running down the outside of my water glass right now. Condensation. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for water in my cup. But yeah, I just write down like 
you know, you're saying words to spark things. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I won't remember every point, but it'll help, at least lets me grab them because so many times I've done that where I'm like, I know like lambs on a hot, hot streak. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to interrupt, but I do want to go back to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It'll, lo- it'll lighten the cognitive load. Right. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, the point I was trying to make with that damn story or point or whatever it was. Well, maybe I should tell you about this lady in Hong Kong then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you about the, the time that I was, uh, when, when we first got our first DVD player and I got the phone call of, how do you play this? And I'm at a party, <laughs> stoned out of my mind. <laughs> I was like, in high school. Well, push, um, it looks like a triangle. No nah, man, trying like, to remember what the remote looks like in your head. Yeah, so we got our we got our first DVD player and DVDs. You know, like one Christmas, whatever. Your, whenever Gladiator came out, because that was the first DVD we ever had was Gladiator. And um, my my sister and now brother in law, then just her boyfriend, um, were wanting to you know sit down at the house and watch Gladiator, but. I was the only one that had really kind of mastered and figured out how to use a DVD player. So I'm at this party, you know, this high school party, and I'm with um, my, I don't think my middle sister was there, but it was a mixture of um, people in my grade and then people in my middle sister's age. So her friends um, were maybe uh, like two years older than me. And there's this one guy, um, he he was like the you know he was the pot master. Um, so he shows up and he's got he's got this blunt that he rolled, and like I've heard the I've heard many other people have the same kind of um, experience with uh, blunts where it's just like filled with holes because you know you took a cigar or swish or whatever and cut it open and tried to just glue it back together with saliva mm. like it don't work that way bro so this thing's like a flute you know it's like puff the magic magic dragon or not puff, uh, fucking hr puffing stuff you know it's just that little gold squeaky voice flute so you're holding it you gotta like finger position all over it and with like three other um three or four other people and um you know, I had probably only smoked a couple times before that, but I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I can get into this. This is kind of cool, maybe. Um, and <laughs> I just take like a really big hit, like massive hit, mm, so much to wear, like not wise. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. Anyway, so I, I mean, <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I'm at, my adrenaline's pumping, and you know, I'm like, this is fun. I mean, you know, everybody gonna think I'm cool. Um, and so I take this massive hit and I blow out this huge cloud and then I cough and then it's as if my other lung empties out an equally, if not larger oh, cloud. Yeah, like I had filled bull, like to max. Like I was really, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to do this. Um, and the dude that, you know, had rolled the blunt just kind of looked at me. He's like, holy shit. And then you hear David Bowie, ground control. Yeah, then all of a sudden I'm just like, um, I've never noticed that giant ring around the moon. Um, ground control. To so I'm like coughing. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm coughing real bad, coughing real bad. You know, and that's the cough is what's really kind of enhancing the stone. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be all right. And I'm just going to stay. We're outside and it's nice and cool. 
Um, but then my phone rings. <laughs> oh, my phone rings. That's my mom. And I, I like try to figure out, okay, where do I go? Cause it's, you know, I mean, she knows I'm at party. So I'm just trying to find like a quiet place. And, um, so I go down the hallway and at this friend's house at the end of their hallway, like the whole wall was like a late seventies, early eighties, like mirror wall with that like gold speckling oh, all over yeah. it, you know, <laughs> porn wall. So I just, I, so yeah, I walk like right up to that mirror and I just literally get nose to nose with myself and I just stare at myself dead in the eyes and I answer the phone, you know, hello. She's like, hey, you know, um, uh, Trin and Scott want to watch, uh, want to watch Gladiator. Um, how do you, so when you go on to, you put it in and, and I'm just, and I'm like going through, I'm running through, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just trying to not sound stoned and I'm like, okay, so um, are you on video three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you push the, uh, is, the, is, the, is the DVD in the DVD player? Yeah. Okay. okay. I closed it. Okay. Um, what are you seeing right now? Okay. You can push, you'll see a button that'll say menu. Um, you can push that. That's not letting you. Okay. So it won't let you yet go to the, so push top menu. Yeah. Okay. So now you're at the, now do you see there's a hot, yeah, no, I'm still here. Yeah. So you see uh, the, the, the word play should be uh, highlighted. <laughs> Well, it might not be a color. It might be just like a, an, I think it's just a, a, a figure. It might be just like an arrow next to it. Yeah. Okay. You see that? Okay. Yeah. Um, now on the remote, you'll see that there's a, like a, a compass type thing up, down, left, right. There's a button in the middle of that. Press that. Yeah. Okay. You see that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's playing. Okay. Thanks. Hang up the phone. Oh my God. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'm never getting high again. Oh. And I just went outside and laid down on a trampoline and just stared at the moon. <laughs> and I must, I mean, I must have done a good job because I've never once ever heard. <laughs> if she listens. If she listens, I don't, I don't think she's ever listened to this yet. Um, but if she ever does, then she'll know. Let's you just outed yourself. I don't care. My parents have smoked more. I, my parents went and got their cards. You know, I remember I walked upstairs one day. <laughs> back in the day, I walked up into my um, parents' room. I had to grab something out of their bathroom. And they have like this little nook off to the side. Um, there used to be like a... When they remodeled, I think they put like a little fridge in there. And they thought they're, you know, they utilize it more than they actually did. And I think they ended up just taking it out, just using it as like a cupboard. But there's like a little... Um, just shelf or a counter space right on top of it. And I walked by one time and it was one of those where I look over and I walk out of the room and I stop and I slowly come back in to look over and I see a, uh, I wish I remember the brand or the name, but it was a, it might've been spider. It was a vaporizer, but like the old one that was like a wedge and just Mm -hmm. had like a little, um, melodica accordion tube, (laughs) you know, yeah, and it had like hot rod pinstriping, like hand pinstriping on the outside of it, when spider webs. <laughs> and I and I remember going. To, I think I found my mom or something. Like, um, so why the fuck is there a vaporizer in your bathroom? She's like, oh, your dad, uh, you know. So apparently, my dad was getting into smoking pot, and I didn't know it. And then it was like, that's cool, because you know they're doing it for the you know they're doing it for the right reasons, you know. 
<laughs> it's good that I was able to have that talk with them. You know, <laughs> waited this long. Yeah. Abstinence pays off. No, no. I mean, I trust me. I know that my I met so. You know, as as you get older and you start to like kind of know your parents' friends or people that they went to high school with, um, my dad had one of his really good friends. Who I think he, if I remember correctly, the story is they met each other day one of high school. So my dad lived like three I had houses one of those for sure. Yeah, my dad lived three houses down from his high school, and um, he's like walking up, and this uh, friend of his, I think he, either he was standing like it literally like. Uh, um, like in a movie, you know, like he either he's standing le- leaning up against the, the fence or my dad is and he's walking up and it's just one of those like, hey, what's up? Like total 70s. My dad's got like this, <laughs> got this like purple leather pouch that my dad used to make a bunch of stuff out of leather. And he's got this like super 70s purple leather pouch that he's like hanging it off, like hanging off his belt. And uh, my dad's friend like asked him like, you know, what's, uh, what's up with that pouch? He's like, you put stuff in it. I can, uh, want me to make you one? <laughs> He's like, yeah. So, like, they ended up being friends after that. But he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, pouch pals. Yeah. He put, you know, he's like, yeah. so, uh, my dad's friends, like, yeah, I, you know, I put my pipes and that stuff in there. And, you know, put your weed in there. I had another friend who used to tell me the story about, I can't remember, I can't count them at times. He told me the story of him smoking ping pong balls. Jesus. Um, and this is also the people that, you know, because you used to be able to get monkeys back in the day at pet shops and pet shops in the, in the 70s. Um, <laughs> same guy that would tell me the story about the time they'd be at the house and the guy that had like the howler monkey um, or the gibbon, um, the, you know, the one that's like four feet tall. Yeah. The creepy yeah. One. Yeah. Like got loose and like ran down the street and they're chasing it and like he's running full speed. They're running full speed because because he's a monkey, he's able to like change direction real fast and he grabbed onto like a hey, stop sign. Like- What's that called? Uh, parkour. <laughs> yeah, he like grabs onto <laughs> as they're running full speed. He grabs onto the uh, the stop sign, stop sign pole and like does like a full on swing backwards around, <laughs> and they just and they bypass him, you know. And he just goes back the other direction, just having a grand old time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> so I'm not under any delusion that you know I know my parents. Uh, at least my my dad, you know, it was the seventies. Had to. My dad actually, me, my sisters always joke because one time we were going through like boxes of like my parents' old stuff and we found a, a little, um, they're probably going to get embarrassed that I'm telling these stories, but I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> my dad, you know, thought he was getting my mom like a nice present. It was like gold uh, glue on pinky nail. <laughs> we're like, why do you have this? <laughs> like, I think it was a gate that was like jewelry or something like that, I think. And so every time, like, me and my older sister, like, <laughs> my mom says something funny where it's, or, you know, kind of awful, just look at each other and just kind of do like an eyebrow raise and like raise our pinky up to our nostril, like, uh uh-huh, uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. hmm, I wonder what that could be <laughs> no, in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Mm. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, you could buy that anywhere. It was like when you go to the when you go to a liquor store nowadays and extends is on the counter. It was just like, you guys need a pinky nail? Yeah. Monkey, pinky nail? Monkey mm. with a pinky nail? Oh, I have a story for you. I need to tell you about this Hong Kong woman though. Let's fucking hear it. It's one paragraph. Not even it's one sentence. And I hope it makes you laugh. 
as much as the bloathead guy did last week. <laughs> it's still which, is, which is great because I still have those pictures in my phone. So every time now, like I still like <laughs> from that for a whole week, I like pull my phone open. I'm just like, uh, I'll be sitting with somebody like, hey, look at that. Look at that. You see that? <laughs> what the fuck do you have in your phone? Like, oh, you don't get it, but it's funny. Look at it. Anyway, go on. <laughs> a Hong Kong woman reportedly suffered a case of short-term amnesia, which made her unable to remember anything for the last 10 years of her life. After straining too hard on the toilet due to constipation. <gasps> oh, that's that's funny, but it's also frightening because I can see that happening to me. <laughs> can you imagine? Like, mm, just poop. Ooh. Yeah. All Am of I sudden. in high school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh. So at wait. least it's temporary. At least it's temporary. <laughs> she got her memories back. Oh no, she okay, so she she did get it back. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was scared because I almost interpreted that as like she died shortly thereafter and she she lost her memory for the last ten years of her life. <laughs> she died ten years younger. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. And so that, Unless that was the worst time of her life. Anyway. That and oh, I'm gonna send you this too. Um do. How shall I send this to you? Via Slack or via text message? It'll all come up in front of me on the same screen. Okay. I'll grab whatever's closer then. Mm, this is a wonderful image. And if it'll let me grab it and drag it. I had the same problem last week. Okay. This is I need an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you ever listen to Joe Rogan? That's literally what he has like Jamie there for. He's going to send that to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole time where they're just pulling up stuff on the screen. Yeah. He's yeah. Send that to him. Pull this up. Search that. Like, ah, I do all that stuff myself. Well, yeah, because I mean, imagine, imagine if you're sitting there trying to, you know, I guess, because uh, they're, they're all, I mean, it's like, it's changing left and right. You know, they're, they're pulling up different topics about all kinds of different shit. Oh and yeah. Imagine the amount of like, I don't know how he is. Maybe what his attention span is. Maybe it's, you know, he doesn't think that he could be doing it and talking at the same time. Like imagine how much dead, just quiet space where he's just trying to focus on typing. Uh, yeah. He, he's obsessed with always making sure that what he's saying is true. And I don't think that's that important. I was like, oh, and then you come back I next mean, week or the next episode, you'd be like, oh, you know, I looked that up. I was wrong. Uh, I don't feel like you need to do it live. Um, you should oh. have that image right now. Wow. Yes, this is, um, the, the title says, huge mutant monster with gaping mouth caught near Fuku- Fukushima nuclear disaster site. It's always, they, they're really pushing that mutant fish angle it's always near near like Chernobyl or some like kind of shit um i don't think that's real the eye just does not look real it looks awesome you remember when they when they found the coelacanth right yeah what they thought was an extinct fish in um in africa it was like from the time of the dinosaurs um that thing wasn't too much i mean it's bigger than this thing well, here's here's yeah. my problem with this thing. Is Zoom in. It's not wet. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm zooming it's in. It's rubber. That's rubber. Hmm. Because, if I mean, you know what a fish looks like when it comes out of the water. There's a wetness to it that you can't wipe off. Yeah. That thing is rubber. That's 100% rubber. But he's not wet either. So how long has the fish been in the boat? You know, there's they other say pictures they th- too. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Let me look. 
yeah, the, I don't know. I don't believe it. It just, it does not, I'm it doesn't to, I'm, look like a real fish. I'm trying to, find, I mean, first things first, what I look at something like this, I'm going to see is like, is this picture, is everything in this picture taken at the exact same time? You know, like is the fish added? Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, like the con, like with the lighting. I mean, if you look at if what I'm pulling a link for you, oh, okay, yeah, because it's a different angle. Yeah, if you look at the lighting, like on his head, and compare that to the lighting on the water, they're all coming at the same angle. So that makes yeah, me, I think the object's actually there. Yeah, that makes me think that the picture is a legitimate picture of this dude. With the same straining face, I imagine that lady having on the toilet. And she the, lost the photo the 10 years. is in the show notes for everybody listening. So they want to look along. Um, I'll, I'll put a link to the article too. So <clears throat> that's that's fake. I can't believe that that is a real animal. Not because of the way it's shaped and all that. It just the texture looks non-fish-like. Part of it. Well, I mean, part of what's also making me think that it's been out of the water for a minute. Which is why it doesn't have. But I mean, it has a massive butthole, this, by the way. Yeah, no, I was noticing. Um, and it's not that I went looking for it. You can't help it; it's right there. I know it looks like a. It looks like an upside down volcano. Is what it looks like. <laughs> it's a purple onion. Purple onion. That wasn't the song. Um, no, it wasn't. That's fine. It is now. Last um, Copyright. Um, yeah, so he's got a little bit of more of a, a sheen to him in the second picture. But if you look at his like snout, it looks like it started to dry. You know? Yeah, but that vein, and then the mouth too. The is weird too. I don't know. I'm I'm more leaning towards this is a this is a possible actual animal. I like the inside like of the it. mouth looks yeah. more realistic, but the rest of it just... It, it well, that's the thing. Come on, there's plenty of animals out there where you're like, that doesn't fucking look real. That eye's not but glassy enough either. Why does it have to be glassy? It's a fucking fish eye. So? <laughs> all fish eyes are not, you know, the same. They're it's all different. Like They're all like snowflakes. Have you ever seen a shark eye? No. Looks like that. <laughs> just a black ball. <laughs> Uh, my friend was showing me uh, pictures of um, conch shells when she was in the Philippines. I never realized those little bastard had like eyeballs poking out. Really? The creepiest little things ever. It's just these little like, goofy like googly eyes looking at you from inside the conch shell. I'm gonna find. I'll I'll, I'll send you something right now. Show you some fucking eyeballs. We're sending stuff back and forth now. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking at the rest of this article to see if somebody goes bullshit. <laughs> They grow less efficiently. Oh, this is like they're pretending like this is like some valuable information about, uh, you know, like, oh, this is about radiation and they're trying to be a serious article. Right, right, yeah. With a big giant deep fish. Yeah. Big butthole mouth monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got, you got a problem if you're in that your butthole. Yeah, why do you have that? What's that big white thing? Is that the tongue? Where are we looking? Oh, in his mouth? Or a giant marshmallow. Yeah, that's got to be the, that. That's the tongue. It doesn't have any teeth, though. That's kind of strange. That you can see. Yeah, that's true. They could be recessed teeth. Anyways, back to things that you guys can't see. <laughs> for right now, for the moment, they'll see it later. Yeah, you'll see it. Well, most, the only, the only. Oh, no, he's got teeth. Look, look at the top of the, the, uh, 
Like the beak part. Oh, yeah. It's got okay. five teeth. Five, like, looks like little pieces of amber popping yeah. out. And then I think there's something on the bottom. That whole big, like, sea slug looking. or No, it looks like a yam. You see what I'm saying? Talking about right there? Oh, yeah. A big yam looking thing. That could be like one massive tooth. Like a big like Muppet tooth. Ugh. I mean, look at the detail in the mouth, man. That's a real. That's a real fish. Well, the thing that's fucked up about these things is, uh, you know, people talk about post-truth world. It, it's only going to get worse. You know, like is this real? Is it, how the fuck are we ever going to know? Well, it's I mean, real anymore. You know, you could. I mean, somebody. You know, we agree that this looks like the object is actually there, whether it's a fish or not. We don't know. But with Photoshop, you probably could do that too if you're good enough with it. You could probably could put that fake fish right there. Well, yeah, I mean, fucking Thanos was not actually there snapping his pretty little fingers. Right? Yeah, and he looked good. He looked yeah. like he was like flesh. That was probably one of the best um, skins that I've seen in an animation. Like yeah. he looked real. It's funny because I was just earlier um, at YouTube up, and this video keeps popping up because um, of like the suggestions of. of going off of my watching like the story of like the Hulk movies and all that stuff we talk about. Um, So it's like visual effects artists react to like Avengers Endgame. um, And it's like Thanos and everything else. And I've yet to watch it because... um, Me neither. I don't know. I just don't really care what they think. I thought he looked good. Oh, the video you mean? Right. Yeah. See, that's the thing that I always get baited into those fucking articles where I'm like, Oh, I thought it looked good. And then you go in and then it's just somebody shitting on it. And even if you think like you you go into it and you're like, I thought he looked good. Even after reading an article like that, you get and then you're at least 10% less convinced. Mm. Even if you think the person's an asshole, you think they're full of shit, their points are bullshit. It still whittles away. That's why I one of the things I when I used to go to the movies, I hated going to the movies with people. Because sometimes you go in and you're like, fuck, that movie was really good. And you get out and like four seconds, they're like, that sucked. Yeah. And it just like, it ruins it for you where you're like, I didn't even get, you know, the afterglow. Yeah. Fuck. No, I, I didn't really have to deal with that. So I had a friend that we, me and the rest of you know, my crew would always know that if if he said the movie was terrible, because he's the kind of guy that would have like... um. Like all, he'd be searching all these different pirate movie websites, you know. He'd see things before they got in theaters, you know the, mm. um, the the copies that they send out to the academy, you know, or the reviewers, or whatever, to get um, looked at. You know, they get leaked. He'd watch. He'd find those, and he'd watch them. Not always in good quality, but anyway, you know, he'd know what the movie was, and he'd see it before. And if he said it sucked, we knew it was fucking great. We go and watch it. <laughs> if he's like, "Oh no, I loved it," it's like, well. Just save myself ten bucks. I'm not walking to that one. I'll wait for it to come out on, t- you know, be on TV or something. I have a friend like that with music. Where it's like, this is terrible. Like, I probably think it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna buy the album and the T-shirt all at once. I'm gonna join the fan club. What happened to yeah. fan clubs? Those were cool. Street teams. Mm, Motherfucking street, street teams. Shit. Those were so cool. I miss that shit. Yeah. You know, real world. Yeah, better time back then. And fan I mean, clubs were awesome. They'd send fucking like real letters in the mail to people and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Now Bring it's just back. like, now it's just, uh, huh, my favorite 
artist they 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 followed me back or they liked my comment. Like, they retweeted me and blew yeah. up my phone. Oh fuck! Don't even get me started about Twitter. Oh lord, Twitter, twatter. Yeah, Twitter, the, the spot between the twat and the shitter. I was just telling Lamb. I was reading this um, this book yesterday about uh, it's called the one percent rule, uh, and basically it's just it's about it's it's another one. I like reading these productivity books mm-hmm. um, because most of them are repetitive. They repeat. They quote each other, um, but you always walk out with like one point from each of them that's different. Like oh, that mm-hmm. one thing that's interesting. Um, but what this guy says at one point, I was like spacing out cooking food and uh, I was listening to an audiobook and he says something and I'm like that's a really awkward phrase it kind of remind me of you know like these self help self help classes um they teach people these really like awkward phrases um and they make them awkward on purpose because it sticks in the person's head yeah and it reminded me of something like that it reminded me of that kind of phrase and and so I now I'm kind of paying attention. And then he says something and he's talking about, basically he's talking about your vision, you know, your vision in life, what you want to accomplish in life. And he says, if you think, he said, you should always be looking, the whole point of the book is you should always be looking to move 1% closer to that every day. What people a lot of times do is, you know, like, I want to write a book. And then they busy themselves with activity that keeps the project just floating. They don't move closer to it, you know? So yeah, it's like, I reorganized my my notes today. Guess what? The book's still as far away as it was. But if you write a page, that's 1%, you know, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's in the, the, the part that I'm getting to right now is he said, if you think your next action is email or social media, think again. He's like, mm. because... He says, those aren't forward momentum. He says, that it, when you... Social media is being... I think he's... If I remember it correctly, it's like being in the passenger seat of someone else's vision. Mm, I, like I love that. that. A lot. And I thought, I started thinking about it. I'm like, that's a nice phrase, but what the fuck does it really mean? And I think... And I want to hear what you think. But my thought was, oh, when you're putting up, um, you know, whatever, amazing photography like Lamb does. Mm-hmm. You're not promoting you. What you're really doing is building up Instagram. You're working for them. Yeah, you're building their brand, not your brand. Yeah, that's what no. I took. From it. Is that what you took from it? That is part. That is putting it that way. Yes, I definitely can see that and feel like that is part of the, you know, the fabric of what makes up that point. It's also too. I think. Um, kind of going back to that that old school saying of you know trying to ride other people's coattails and you know catch the catch a bit of a drift um momentum from that you know it's like when you're on the freeway and you see like a bunch of big rigs or on a race on a nascar race like you're trying to get someone else's forward moment like they're doing really really well in front of you and you're just going to kind of come up and get their draft and just kind of mm-hmm. use that to kind of pull you around the outside um and you know it might work or it might fucking send your happy ass into the wall because you're you're not <clears throat> you're not in control right not at all and yeah definitely by utilizing and relying on um like Instagram like you were saying in that um 
that scenario, like with a photographer, you know, I think that is yeah, your, your whole platform is not your platform. It's someone else's. And, you know, that's, you see it all the time with all these just shitty, shitty people that just go and like, uh, um, like flag or report posts just for the sake of being a douche and getting stuff taken down from people like, you know, art posts that oh, they po- they painted a nipple. It's like, mm, you're not, yeah, you know, you're not, like if you, I don't know anybody that actually does this, but if you're only doing, you know, your art and then posting it only, the only place it's ever seen is Instagram or something like that. You're only relying on, you're at their whim, you know, you're at their, um, yeah, they change a rule. You're yeah, you're, you're subject to them on every single level. Um, and it's the same thing kind of like, you know, if you, you were in your, like at work, our, our store website is run off of um, a, a third party. And it's also, I mean, we're limited to what we can post on there because some companies don't want their um, product listed through a third party. Mm-hmm. And um, technically it's on our website, but if this, the, you know, if you click on an item, it takes you to that place's website, you know, it just happens to be kind of the format. You know? So like I've had the conversation with my boss, it's like, you know, that's kind of just, uh, seems to me like they're just trying to kind of monopolize. It's like, why are they making this? Because now they're making any f- decisions they make, like, they, oh, they take away layaway. It's like, now someone can't go on our website and go on to one of our products and choose to do a layaway option because this other company is running it, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, especially, especially I mean, it's definitely... Instruments. Layaway is right. so common for instruments. Yeah. You know, and it's like... I mean, I personally, I mean, it's not my business. So it's like, you know, I, I just listen. And if he wants it to change, he, we change it. Um, but I do see his point. But it's also, you know, in the same hand, like they're not hindering us. You know, they're not trying to get involved and like tell us how to operate the business. Um, but I can see how some people would be like, you know, unwilling, especially like, you know, an old timer like my boss so in his ways but he's you know he's not he's just he's like he he just with all of the years of his experience and knowing what he's done he wants to do things the way that he feels comfortable he'll make the changes i mean look obviously he's got a website and stuff he's not like well we always did things just you know with a good old handshake and you gotta walk <laughs> through the door it's like no he's like we want this business to stay open so we gotta you know keep that that relationship between brick and mortar and the future, which is, you know, online sales. Um, I was like, yeah, why shouldn't we just handle the website ourselves? Because then we can do more with the website. We could post this. I don't know why that is. And I don't really care why. I just really like it. Yeah, I've recently rediscovered... I've, I think for like the past decade, I've been the person that doesn't want to go out when the weather's bad. But mm-hmm. Because of the dog and my daily walks and enjoying my daily walks, I've been walking no matter what the weather is. Yeah, and I've rediscovered how much I enjoy doing that. Sure. So that's a nice thing to rediscover that and remember that. Um, Patreon, yes, I promised to talk yep. about Patreon. Patreon. So Patreon yep. um, update. So currently, for patrons, there are thirty-four posts for patrons only up. So when I tell you guys that I'm putting stuff up, I am putting stuff up. 
um, including now all of the episodes of my previous podcast, all eight episodes of what I want to talk about are up. I put up the first episode of the tech show, Technical Ramblings, what I'm calling Technical Ramblings 1.0, the show that Lamb and I did for a short period of time. First episode that that is up. I did a new journal and I put up uh, my reading list. So every book that I've ever read for the past 13 years, all of those are up there. Holy shit. I have a, wow. a list for every year going all the way back to 2005. So how in the hell? <laughs> that's amazing, actually. So that that's 13 posts alone right there. Um, and then, unfortunately, there's a lot of great things about Patreon. One of the not great things about it is it kind of is organized like Facebook in the sense that it's not organized at all. Um, mm. Like when you if you were to drop in right now, even with 34 posts, being able to go through and look at all the stuff there that we've posted, you just have to go back chronologically or use the tags on the side, which it works, but it's also not ideal in the sense that uh, at a certain point, it gets ridiculous if you have too many tags. Um, so what I did is I created something. I made this one public. Um, and I, I'll, put, I'll put the link in the show description. It's a table of contents that I'm going to I'm going to keep on, and it's literally a list of everything that's available in our Patreon. So it will tell you, you know, like there are certain things that are just uh, not going to be listed individually. Like it just says journals. If you click journals, it'll take you to all the journals in chronological order. Um, music. Anytime we've posted music, it's just going to take you into the posts of of either video or audio that we've posted of music. Art, same thing. It's going to show images. Um, we'll probably have photography at some point. Um, then underneath that, you have retired shows. You click on that. It's going to take you to only the episodes of what I want to talk about. Um, then if you click Technical Ramblings 1.0, it's, only, it's going to take you to only those episodes. And then each of the yearly book lists that I put up, click on the year. It'll take you to that one. Just an easier way for you guys. I want you to be able, when you get in there, to actually look at the shit that's in there. And as we keep adding stuff, I'm going to keep that updated. And hopefully it will be epically long. So <laughs> just a little thing. And then um, you're allowed to pin one tag to a profile. So the one tag I created for table of contents is called table of contents. So I pin that to the profile so you can find that instantaneously. So that's what well, I've done for you guys. What'd you say? Solid. Yeah. No, that figures that you would pin table of contents. Carry on. Yeah, it's just I want, like I said, I want you guys to be able to get into this shit easy because we're going to be keep pumping stuff in there. This is just the beginning, just the beginning, and there are many, many levels you can choose from. And like I've said many times before, everybody gets the same thing. The levels are there. Just if you want to give a little bit more and you're able to, then you can. And if you can only afford the dollar a month, dollar a month, but you're not going to get gypped on what you're able to see. So that's all I need to say about Patreon right now. Let's get into our challenges, Liam. So your challenge kind of inspired my challenge um, for this week. Um, It's funny. I thought of this challenge last week uh, and then got reminded of it because of what we've been talking about. So your artist date thing. Um, it's a combination of your challenge and my challenge from last week into one challenge, which is I'm going to take a person who doesn't really appreciate art in that same way and take them on an artist date. Take artist, take on artist date. 
and I I, I already know who it's going to be and where I'm going to take them. <laughs> bum bum bum. And, and it's it's going to be it's going to be my mom. She has no idea what she's in for. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be a good story. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, you know, I have a challenge here, but I'm not feeling it. Hmm. Let me think. Uh oh. Well, I just feel like we've talked about so many things. I'm like, do I have something that can be tied more to what we've been talking about? But I don't have anything. So we'll go with what I have. This is a very difficult challenge. One that's going to be very, very hard. And the challenge is, how many days can I go without watching TV or video or movies? Ooh, brutal. Yeah. Don't expect a high number, guys. <laughs> and I'm not starting today. Uh, yeah, just you know what's bizarre about that um, is that I I feel like that would be a horrible challenge for me because I go literally days and, and sometimes weeks without watching anything. Yeah, see, I'm just it's not that I'm um, anti television or anything like that right now. I'm just curious what will f- if if I create a vacuum, what will fill that? That vacuum. Sure. You know, like, will I read more? Will I listen to more podcasts? And it's, it's not, not, I'm not looking for a right answer or a wrong answer. I'm just curious what will show up. Because I think it will show a lot about my tendencies. You know, like the last time I did something where I removed something, I think it was social media. Um, okay. Solitaire on my iPad filled that vacuum. So that told me that I needed to stop playing games on my iPad. So I, I learned something through sure. removing things, even just for a day. So I guess I'll stick with that one. It's a good challenge. It's it's terrifying, but it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 going to be interesting. I know how much you consume media, so that that'll be yeah. I don't fascinating. I mean, to see. I only watch TV after ten o'clock at night, as it is, anyways. But I, you know, I don't. All I, all I do is I go on my walks with my dog every day. So. It, it fills my world in a way, you know, like it gives me something to look forward to. I'm like, oh, now's the time when I stop doing that and I just sit here and do this. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see sure. how, that, how that changes. Okay, guys. Um, oh, I never said this. Um, Patreon.com forward slash Holy Fool Productions. Probably should have said that in the other segment. <laughs> yeah, useful. <laughs> it's useful. Um, newsletter. I did mention the newsletter. You can sign up for the newsletter just by going to holyfullproductions.com and clicking in the top right where it says the word mail. Or you could scroll to the bottom and do it that way if you really want. Um, yeah. Uh, Lamb, anything you want to uh, plug or say or um, shout? Um, I am now going on my ninth day in a row having bubble tea. And uh, I need someone to either stop me or come get bubble tea with me. Oh, either way. I just found the name for the podcast episode. Bubble tea intervention. <laughs> you are the fourth person this week to say that to me. It sounds like a it sounds like a really it sounds like a maybe it could be an adventure time episode. Like <laughs> but it also sounds like intrigue, you know, bubble tea intervention. Uh, it's a problem, man. But I love it. But I love it. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Okay, babies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye.
It's it's baffling. Everybody tries to get out of it. Everybody. You know, I think, well, some, because some, I don't know how, like what a percentage there is, but I know that, you know, some people, their jobs, like, won't, you know, you know, I think they're supposed to. Um, yeah, they have. Kind of won't, won't cut, you know, won't cover. Like, no, you know, I don't care. You can't, like, you're not going to, you're not, not going to pay you for a day you're not here. You know, it's like just, some people, I think, you know, a small majority, like, or not a small majority, that's a fucking oxymoron. Um, <laughs> Jumbo shrimp. <laughs> My fucking brain, I'm telling you. Um, a small portion of people that try to get out um, might be dealing with something of that nature. Um, some people just, and I think this might be the biggest, in my opinion, might be the biggest is just don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Being forced, you know, it's like. It's such a pain in the butt. It, it's the thing that drives me nuts. About like it. You just okay. got something in the mail telling you like, hey, you may have to dedicate up to, you know. Fuck it, mean, you can go for they can that you can go for a year or more. Oh yeah, I have to you know very like, rare, but like we are taking away some of your freedom of choice of what you're going to do with your time, and you're going to come and do this. It's like there's plenty of people that want to be on juries, so is really is jury duty really not necessary? I don't think so. I mean, to the you point, think there's people we, that actually want to be on it. Absolutely, you just said why do that? Why should they hate it? You're saying they should like it. Well, I think I think that my point is not even it's like. But we talk about, oh, the you know, everybody, no matter what political leaning people are, they're always complaining about how the country's fucked up and how the justice system is fucked up and all of this stuff. That's what jury duty is there for. That's your opportunity to put your hand into the actual process and turn the gears. Yeah. But then people don't want to do it. You know, it's it's like saying like you want to. It's the people that complain about politicians that don't vote. So, but you didn't take the opportunity to make the change. So, what the fuck are you bitching about? That's true. Yeah, you can't complain about the problem if you're not going to do something about fixing the problem. It drives Um, me nuts. Where it's like, I I mean, like you, 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 like you said though, there's people out there. I don't know. I've never met a person who's like, I love serving jury duty. I, I can't. I wouldn't be able to tell you a name right now, but I know that I have met people. Um, I fuck. I almost want to say my dad was one of those people because he was on one for a minute. He was on one that actually ended up pretty long. Um, but anyway, I know. I know. I know. I've met people or come across people in my life that were down with it. You know, um, I've only, I think, received a notice for it uh, once in my life, which. Now that I've spoken the words out into the universe. Dun, dun, dun. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to be getting fucking all kinds of jury duties. I've been, Um, I've received it like three times, but I've never had to serve. um, That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think it's just, uh, 
I mean, I know for me, it's like you don't want someone just like that's the reason why for forever and ever and even still now, I don't want someone to drive if I'm going somewhere or whatever. Like, oh, I'll come pick you up. You drive. No, I'll drive. I'll drive myself. I'll meet you there. It's like I don't want someone else being the decision maker on when or when I can leave. You know, it's mm. like if something happens and I need to get out, like I'm not going to rely on someone else's time. It's like, and also too, I'm not going to. This is my time, and I like that. Mm. Um, yeah. By the way, everybody, um, Lamb, Tom, Latte, and I all had coffee yesterday with Mr. Ryan Hernandez. And if you go over to Random Badassery, well, dot Fireside dot FM, almost forgot the URL, and click on blog. You can see some photos. It's just one photo of each of them. Nothing of me. Hmm. Try to do a little bit more of that stuff every once in a while for you guys. Little store, uh, store, show related stuff. A foot fucking woman knock her to the ground and break her arm. Oh, that's one thing I forgot. He fucking broke her arm. Jesus. So I'm like, maybe I was distracted by that aspect, but um, would you be surprised if we just agreed on the fact that he was bleeding over one of his eyes, you know, um, and he, you know, and the fucking guy's like, you're like, that wasn't the most important detail. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I got the eye wrong, but he was bleeding. Hmm. Laws of reason deduct that, uh, I was correct, but just, uh, slightly mistaken. Anyway. And he pulls out one. He's like, so uh, I see him holding a piece of paper in his hand. I was like, where the fuck is he going with this shit? Cause I kind of recognize what he was holding. He's like, Mr. Woodrum, you say you don't drink. I was like, yeah, I'm not much of a drinker. I was like, uh, oh, is that so? I was like, yes. He's like, do you recognize this photo? And he turns it around, and it's a picture that I had posted on MySpace. This takes you back to when, how long ago this was. I posted on MySpace with me and Bo Roulette, Drew Roulette's brother. Yeah. Um, we had all been hanging out in Los Gatos one night, and it was one of the few times, you know, where I was like, oh, I've got a hair up my ass. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go find Drew, see what he's doing. Hang out in Las Gatos. <laughs> and it's like a picture of me and Bo standing there. We have a Corona in our hand. And I might have a little bit of a, a rosy complexion on my face. I don't know. It might have been a long day. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, and I had left the caption on the photo of how many is that? He's like, do you recognize this photo? I like, guess I do. He's like, and uh, what's that in your hand? I'm like, that would be a Corona, sir. Like, and the caption reads, how many is that? And he sits down. Like, I rest my case. I am the best. And I'm like, okay. And then the prosecutor stands up. He looks at me and he's like, did you ever say that you've never drank? No. Were you drinking that <laughs> night? No. All right. He sat down. That was about he's it. like, boom. I just yeah, put mine just, on the table. Yeah, it's just like, gee, 